Welcome to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. This podcast discusses everything you've ever wanted to know about therapy, but didn't know how to ask. We discuss many topics on the show, including how to help you overcome and cope with various situations. What many don't realize is that all of us are faced with various traumas and anxieties, and that we all want to work towards overcoming them. Here, we want to take away the stigma of therapy and assure you that everyone who is listening to this podcast is just like you, someone wanting to work on and improve their mental health. This podcast is your secure stop on your way to finding your answers. My name is Matthew, and I'll be your host. Let's get started with today's episode. Hi there, and welcome back. I hope that we're all keeping our social distance from one another and staying healthy and strong during these difficult times. That's basically what we're going to be talking about today. While we have to keep our distance from each other physically, there are various ways that we can communicate with one another via the internet, text messaging, FaceTime phone calls, Skype, and other means. There are also times where the internet makes us connect in unhealthy ways by numbing our feelings or by stoking our anxiety, or by fueling a sense of outrage. Today we'll also be talking about the differences and tips to avoid falling into unhealthy rabbit holes and keep communicating with those that we love in a healthy way. Technology is a beautiful thing that allows us to communicate with one another especially when circumstances don't allow us to connect in ways that we're used to. However, communication technology is so effective. There are so many interested parties involved that it can be a way for people who don't have your best interests at heart to stoke negative emotions in us. For example, The news media tends to spin stories in certain ways because they want you to feel outrage or fear. While being mindful is appropriate during times like this, too much of it can make us feel overwhelmed or defeated. The best thing for your mental health is to simply have the answers and the awareness that nine times out of ten, what you are seeing is being spun one way or another. It does not mean that the news is evil. It simply means that they have an audience that they are catering to. With awareness, you can choose when you want to partake and choose when you want to have a more positive experience of connection. It might take a little more of a conscious effort to call a friend, 
to ask them how they are feeling, rather than letting the endless feed of Twitter numb our minds. But you will be thankful you did this in the long run. And so will your friends that you contact. We need each other right now more than ever before. There are basically two ways that we can handle our emotions as they arrive, especially our negative emotions. We can choose to face them, process them, and understand how they integrate into our lives. Or we can choose to numb them by doing mindless activities, watching various media cycles, watching reality television, or doing other things that technology allows us to do. But we're going to focus on negative communications, especially the internet, since a lot of us find ourselves inside with only the internet as a means of communication. When we choose to numb, we might think we are escaping from our emotions, or that they will just go away. But the truth of it is that they don't go away. When we numb, we are just prolonging. And it actually is making our emotions worse when we finally arrive at a place to deal with them. For example, if you break your arm and you choose to ignore the problem and just hope that it'll go away, you didn't go see a doctor, you didn't get the right treatment, you didn't face the fear that the healing process might hurt. The simple fact is that it doesn't go away. It gets worse. The same is true for our mental health. Strangely, we don't think of our mental health that way, but we should. When we ignore our mental health and simply hope that our negative emotions will go away, hope that they'll become numb, or do various things to try and ignore our mental health, we actually make the problem a lot worse than it needs to be. The funny thing about communication is that it can both be a way to ignore our problems and it can be a way for us to face our problems. When we call a loved one and talk about how we are feeling or ask how others are feeling, we are facing our anxieties head on. We see that they're actually not as scary as we think they were. We might even wonder why we ever numbed in the first place. Even seeing another face can psychologically benefit us greatly. And we have beautiful technologies like FaceTime that allow us to do just that. I encourage you to call a family member or a friend if you're at home right now 
And I challenge you to put down the phone or turn off the television if you are home with your family or kids. Really spend time with them, even if parts of our anxiety is that particular interaction. It is especially important for children to have a safe and healthy space to process all that is going on right now. We need each other. And when we choose to use the internet to process our emotions instead of numb them, we not only benefit ourselves, but we benefit everyone that we come in contact with. I want to give just a few examples to everyone right now on how to connect meaningfully with others via technology. As I've mentioned, we can call, text, or FaceTime a family member or friend. Calling someone might make their day. And if we use FaceTime or other means where we can communicate via video, all the more better. Because like I've said, being able to see a familiar face that brings us comfort has proven psychological benefits to it. Another way is finding an online support group. Many support groups have gone online since the pandemic. Everything from AA meetings to various fan clubs or whatever our group of choice is to support ourselves with. Another way is to find therapists online. Many therapists who normally work face-to-face, like myself, have begun working remotely during these times. We want to help as much as we can. If you are already seeing a therapist, please reach out to them and see if they are willing to do teletherapy if they haven't already done so. Or if you have not yet begun to see a therapist and wish to do so, now would be a good time to start, especially when using technology in a healthy and productive way. Lastly, we can share honestly on social media. Social media can sometimes stoke a feeling of keeping up with the Joneses, which can be a very negative place to be in. We can be a light of hope by sharing our real and honest struggles that we are going through right now. It can take bravery and it takes vulnerability. But this allows us to establish and create real connection with others. I want to give a big thank you to all those who are listening, who I have hopefully created a meaningful connection with today. Let's all take care of each other out there. 
So, what does using technology and communication look like in a healthy way? The answer is simple. It's up to you. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode of Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. Stay connected with us directly through our website at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com or you can join the discussion on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. If you'd like to speak with us directly, please email me at matthew at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. And until next time, that stuff you should know about therapy.